In all circumstances give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear brothers and sisters, on this beautiful third Sunday of Advent, I don't know if you were dreaming of a white Christmas, but I always was, and so it is nearly upon us. We are less than two weeks away from that great and holy day, and we come before God's altar, and we should hear that passage, that you should give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus, not as sort of a moralistic finger-wagging, right? Be thankful, darn it, but rather as the fruit of one who accepts the call of Jesus Christ and understands who they are in Christ Jesus. I wish to quote to you briefly from a sermon by St. John Henry Newman. He said, God has created me to do him some definite service. He has committed some work to me which he has not committed to another. I have my mission. I may never know it in this life. I shall be told it in the next. Somehow, I am necessary for his purposes, as necessary in my place as an archangel in his place. If indeed I fail, God can raise another as he could make stones children of Abraham. Yet I have a part in this great work. I am a link in a chain, a bond of connection between persons. He has not created me for naught. I shall do good. I shall do his work. I shall be an angel of peace, a preacher of truth in my own place. Though not intending it, if I do but keep his commandments and serve him in my calling. This is an immense truth. For when John the Baptist is asked, who are you? It is an icon of a question that will ask every Christian soul. He answers, I am the voice crying out in the wilderness. Prepare the way of the Lord. There is another who comes after me, mightier than I. And every Christian in their own place, being very convicted that you are not created for naught, that you in your place are as important as an archangel in their place, to do some definite service by keeping the commandments and speaking about Jesus Christ, who is the other. And that can happen in any place or in any circumstance. I learned this lesson when I was in college. During the winter breaks, when I came home from the university, I got a job as a ski lift operator at Devil's Head Ski Hill, which is just as unromantic as it sounds. It was getting up at 5.30 in the morning so I could be out at the ski hill by 6.30 to knock off all the snow that might have happened from the lift chairs and clean up the little shed where we operated things from to be ready for the absolute no one that was skiing at seven o'clock in the morning. And my first two years that I did that, I did not have love for Jesus in my heart. 
the second two years I had come to love the Lord Jesus and try to serve Him in my life. The first two winters were just freezing cold misery. The second two winters were freezing cold misery imbued with, instead of just knocking the snow off those lift chairs for the sake of doing it, doing it as though my own mother was going to sit there. Not just prepping my little place so I could stand and count the hours to cash a paycheck, but that I could have a smile for whatever person came through. 99% of them could have given a rip that I even existed. But every once in a while, a smile met with a smile back. And even on a few random conversations, not getting on the lift chair, but stopping to have a chat. In the many hours of monotony, I learned I could pull out a little card with a scripture passage in my gloved hand or a poem that I liked and remember and study and learn. And when I went on break, let's just say, are the people who work the lifts at Devil's Head all a bunch of road scholars? And the answer is no. You know, a lot of ex-cons were just looking to make their may in the world after some bad choices, to say the least. The first two years, I was just another snotty college kid, thanking God that I was going to school and I didn't have to do this the rest of my life. The second two years, I realized those are my brothers. I am no better than them. In fact, some of them might be better than me. And every bit of work has its dignity. And some conversations there, not all. Some led to men giving their lives to Jesus and they are practicing Catholics to this day. And it's not because I am anything special, but because each Christian in their own place has a power by striving to obey the commandments and serve him in our own place. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy being the pastor of St. Cecilia's much more than I enjoyed being a ski lift operator. But I am not automatically any holier in this position than I could have been in that one. And so let each of us find that joy. And that is the true thing. That is where the joy is found. I was just as freezing cold after I loved Jesus as I was before. But there was a joy found in serving God in one's own place. And so, as the high holy days draw near, and there are many tasks before us, and we each be put in our own place, let us do our work well, the best we can. Let us serve him in our calling. And knowing that true witness comes with great simplicity, by obeying the commandments to the best of our ability, and by speaking about Jesus, the one who has come for the joy of the world. And this is the rejoicing that will never end. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.